Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Thank you so much for your patience today, you guys. I had this intuition that Zoom was going to be a struggle today, and it definitely gave me a run for my money. So thank you so much for being patient. And I'm so, so excited to be here today with all of you. I'm excited to coach Rebecca and Sarah. They're here today raising their hands. We're going to get started. (laughs) We also still have like over a week of smoke here from California and Oregon. And now we have a fire burning here in Park City. Uh, Prayers go out to all those people who have been affected or are being affected. I have a friend from high school who was evacuated from her home on Saturday night. They still are not letting them back in. Um, So if you hear me coughing, it's because my lungs are so unhappy with the smoke it's been breathing in. So Okay. If you don't know what thought coaching is, I thought I would give you a little bit of a background. And if you don't know what it is, you'll learn really quickly by hopping on all of these calls. The schedule is posted and was emailed to you today. If you are not getting my emails, please email me hello at emilygibsoncoaching.com. And I will make sure to troubleshoot that so that you get the emails. But I checked and got the analytics and it showed that we had like 98% open rate and delivery rate for our emails. So I'm so happy and confident about that. Hooray. Shouldn't be a problem at all, but I know that there's always an exception to the rule. So please do not hesitate to um, reach out and email me at that email address. So it's hello at emilygibsoncoaching.com and we can... We can help you with that. We're going to be using this same Zoom link every single day. In that initial email that I sent you this morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time, it also gave you the schedule of all the calls. Calling on behalf of Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Do you have a few minutes? I did not mute everyone. Now we're muted. Perfect. Now we can keep going. All right. So can you guys hear me okay? Yes, Sarah is asking me about my connection, but it looks like mine's okay. So Sarah, check your Wi-Fi. Um, and when I'm coaching you, we can always have you turn off your video if it's if it's not working, <laughs> not working well. Okay. All right, perfect. So our schedule, there's a different time every single day this week, with the exception of I believe Monday and Wednesday are the same time. But Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are different times. I varied them for everybody's different work schedule, school schedule, and personal preference. If you cannot be on the call live, (coughs) that's okay. There's the smoke again. Sorry about that. If you can't be on the call live, I'm going to post the recordings on my YouTube channel every single day. And so exciting. I'm also going to load all of the recordings to a special podcast just for beyond the rank, my coaching program. So hopefully by the end of this week, but for sure by next week, the audio of the recordings will also be on any podcast app uh, or anywhere you can listen to podcasts. 
so that if you're working out and you just want to hit play on the podcast, you can listen while you exercise. That's my favorite, favorite thing to do. Uh, and, or you can watch uh, the Zoom recording on picture here. I think that's all I have for announcements. And so a little bit about thought coaching. Right now, I'm getting certified through Brooke Castillo's The Life Coach School. She is the inventor, creator of the model. We're going to refer to the model here a lot. And the model is just a way that we are guiding and putting any situation or trouble that you have into the model. The model is any problem that you have can be solved or looked at through it. There's a circumstance. There's a thought you have about it. There's a feeling that comes from that thought, a one-word emotion, vibration in your body, action that you take from that feeling, and then the result you get from those actions. We refer to this as CTFAR. You don't have to know the model to come to class. You don't have to have something to be coached on. I will always do the heavy lifting for you. And I'm so excited to bring this to our amazing community here, our network marketing community. If you have something that's not network marketing related that you wanted to get coached on, that's fine too. Obviously my niche is network marketing though. And that's what I'm basing my program off of, but you can get coached on anything. You could get coached on your husband. You could get coached on your eating. You could get coached on your kids. Um, anything goes, but, uh, if you specifically want to work on your business, you can do that as well. Okay. If you have any questions, please feel free to drop them in the comments, but these calls that we're doing right now, you have to be signed up ahead of time to be coached. The 20 spots that I listed on Friday were gone in 45 seconds, 45 seconds. You guys, that's so amazing. I love that so many of you are looking to improve yourselves. And the best way to do that is to look at what your brain is doing and what you're thinking. And that's what I'm here to do and help facilitate for you. So <clears throat> the reason why I'm wearing this little microphone here is A, because it's going to make our sound so much better on the recording, but B, because I want you to remember that when I have this little mic on, you're talking to thought coaching, Emily. Okay. You're not talking to business coach, Emily, who tells you what to do, why to do it, how to do it and what you're doing wrong. Okay. Thought coach, Emily believes that you have all the answers to solve any problem in your life. Any problem you have all the answers. And I have just been trained on what questions to ask you so that we can figure out what your brain is doing Look at it together, you and I on a couch, looking at your brain over on the other side of the room without judgment. All of us here are without judgment. In fact, the more vulnerable you are with what your thoughts are really doing inside of your head, the more you're going to help yourself and everyone on here. When you share things, you can be assured that everyone on here is thinking, oh my gosh, me too. But they maybe have just been too scared to open up and tell someone about it. So those of you who are getting coached, we are all a safe place for you here and no one's going to judge you because we're all going through the same stuff. All right. So with that, <coughs> let's get started. Okay. We are going to start with Sarah first. All right, Sarah, you can unmute yourself. Hey there. Hi. I had to switch, had to, switch to my phone so it might say forward church. Oh, good. It does. 
but you are, you're good. Your signal is strong. So we should be all set. Okay. Sarah, tell me, what can I help you with today? Um, well, I definitely feel like I have those thought thoughts blocking me because like your, uh, email said with all the questions, like all of those, I feel like I'm doing, like, I feel like I've been in all the coaching, uh, you know, lots of coaching. I listen every day. Like I'm so willing, so excited. I have a huge network and I'm still having these areas where I'm just not able to get through. What would you say is your biggest problem? Like what's your thousand dollar problem? If I, you were like, Emily, I'll pay you a thousand dollars to solve this problem in my life or in my business, what would it be? Uh, I'd say follow-up is kind of one of my biggest things. Like I start off really good with follow-up, like the first um, week, I'd say, week or two. And if somebody is good about uh, keeping it up with me, keeping that conversation up, which I have, you know, some people will do that as far as I'm talking customers, ambassadors. Um, But a lot of them just, you know, depend on you to keep the follow-up going. Okay. And a lot of times, overwhelming to me. Okay. So I start off follow off really good. You said the first week or two, and then what happens? Um, just not as much, or I get overwhelmed. I'd say as my team is, my team's very wide. I don't have a lot of runners. And so I get, and I sign up a lot of people. Like I have a lot of people that want the products and, um, So I say, you know, follow-up duplication type thing. Okay. My team is very wide and I don't have a lot of runners. Is that why your follow-up is not going well, would you say? Uh, I think I just get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Okay. When's the last time that this happened? Um, Well, I'm trying not to let it happen this month, but I signed up eight people last month. And so I'm trying to be very intentional about staying connected to them because I know that's like one of my big issues. And I'm also, you know, on here with you. I mean, that was one of the big things. I was like, okay, I know I have blocks. I've been working with Brooke. She's incredible. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of just, I feel like I'm at a little bit of a tipping point mm-hmm. where I'm getting some systems into place. And as as far as like my upline, I don't really have someone that is holding me accountable as far as like doing this with me. So I'm, I don't know, I'm just having to kind of figure it out. Okay. So you signed up eight people last month and your thought about that is what? Uh, I hope I can take care of them well. I hope I can take care of them well. And you feel what when you think that? Um, That some people have not gotten proper follow-up. So what I want to tap into here is what emotion when you think, I hope I can take care of them well. What one word emotion, a feeling comes up for you when you have the thought, I hope I can take care of them well. Uh, Definitely a weight, like on my shoulder, a stress. Stress? 
Yeah. Okay. And when you feel that stress, like when's that you said, you said you signed up eight people last month. Are you feeling that stress? Did you feel it today? Did you just feel at the end of the month? Are you feeling it every time when you wake up? Like when are you experiencing that the most? Um, not when I wake up, definitely when I'm like plugging into working. Did that happen today? Um, no, today's been good because I'm, like I said, I'm kind of taking, trying to be very intentional. Uh When's the last time you remember feeling stressed about, I hope I can take care of them well. Um, definitely after at right at the end of the month, because I ended up having so many people, you know, just get started and at one time. Do you sign them all up on the last day? No, but I did sign up. Um, I was trying to get my husband gold and I needed to sign up uh, three more people. And I did on the last day. Oh, awesome. Okay. So <clears throat> you signed up eight people last month. Your thought was, I hope I can take care of them well. And you feel stress. Still that emotion coming up for you when you think about, I hope I can take care of them well. Yes. Okay. And the stress, where in your body do you remember feeling it? Oh, always in my neck. Neck. Okay. And then just also in just my emotions. Mm -hmm. Is it a fast or a slow vibration? Mm. Slow. And what color is it? I guess red. Okay. This is what I see. Okay. It's kind of interesting when we start, it's a funny question, right? Um, yeah. But when we notice our emotions, we are better able to process them. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times when we experience negative emotion, what our body wants to do is get away from it and do something else and cover it up and move on. Right. We'll be thinking, oh my gosh, I don't like this. This stress. It's like in my shoulders. It's slow. It's red. I don't, it's negative. I don't like it. And so rather than noticing it and processing it, we'll skip and do something else. Sometimes, not always. So when you felt that stress in your neck, slow, red, what did you do? Um, well, <laughs> I definitely find myself procrastinating. is what okay. I call it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Procrastinating. <laughs> I made it up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very creative. <laughs> do y'all ever what do that? What else do you do? Um, well, I mean, in other stages of my life right now, I'm definitely going I'm going through menopause. So sometimes I'm like, oh, this just feels like I need to rest type day. <laughs> so like, what does rest look like for you? Uh, I mean, I'm still sort of working my business. Like I might be on Instagram. I might be creating reels or doing posts. Um, I'm also a pastor's wife. And so I don't know, there's a kind of, there's kind of a whole big, um, I could go into it basically kind of my thought process of what's going on lately, but definitely a little bit of a struggle of um, 
time management. And that's another reason why, you know, I want to kind of have this breakthrough as far as um, this business goes, just trying to really um, decide if it's what I want and if it's what I am called to do, even though when I think about, and I've talked with Brooke about this a little bit too, when I think about not doing this business, it feels really weird. Like I will be missing it. And so I, I don't feel like I'm not supposed to do plexus, but it definitely is like, I don't know, feel like in a very stuck kind of state, like what am I doing here? Are you called to do this? I think so. How? How do you know? Well, I love the products. I love helping people feel better. Um, That's a huge part of it. I haven't really experienced the whole business side of it. And I know that's uh, an area for me that is, you know, clouding my mind and stress a little bit um, because... I haven't really had those successful ones that have stayed with me. Like all of my runners are not really doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that's a struggle for me. It's like, ugh, I'm my biggest runner. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like we have this black and white thinking all the time, right? Where we're like, I'm either in or I'm out. I'm either supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to do this. Right. right? And it kind of feels like heavy when we're in that black and white thinking, right? Because, because like all the things that you just described to me sounds like what I hear you saying are that it's something that you enjoy doing. Right. But then you're just saying, oh, it's because I don't have the runners yet. That are the reason why I'm doubting it. Is that correct? Or the people uh, I, who were your runners have left? Yeah, I mean, that's not a huge part. I know that more can come along. It just feels like just such a stuck state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I have to remind myself to go back and, you know, and listening to you and listening to Brooke, um, you know, I've learned so much and I, I, I can remind myself and keep myself encouraged, but then also it just feels like, blah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to this thought. I hope I can take care of them well, right? And you just explained that when you have that thought, you feel stress in your neck, slow, it's red, and you procrastinate, and then you create reels and posts, and then you do things uh, as a pastor's wife. Anything else that you do when you feel stress? Um, I mean, I pray, <laughs> pray, read, you know, write. I try and push through. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty aware of myself and my emotions and I don't know. I'm just pretty aware. What do you not do? What do I not do? When you, when you were stressed, you signed up eight people last month. You think, I hope I can take care of them. Well, I feel stress. What did you not do when you felt stress of that? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't do the follow-up like, and not really, not even just with my people that I have, but I, I have noticed, like I have a couple of really great people that I've been talking to 
and I'll have them on my list for that day and I'll completely avoid okay. that follow up with them. So avoided sending follow-up messages? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, anything else you you avoid when you feel stress? Um, I guess just, you know, kind of engaging with the whole business, um, just for like that day or that moment or whatever. Cause normally I'm very, um, engaged. I'm spending my time on Plexus. I'm spending my, you know, I'm learning every day. And so like I, I do the IPA, you know, daily normally. And I guess if I'm, when I do struggle, I kind of check out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, are you avoiding your team chats during this time? Um, and there, I really only have a couple of people that are staying connected. So uh, I'm keeping pretty good with them, but. But just when you're feeling stressed, do you find yourself not wanting to go into those messages? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. So just avoiding engaging in the business on any level in those times. And what is typically, what's, what's the outcome of all, of all of this for you? Well, especially when I'm, you know, the avoiding thing, then I just feel like, like, you know, just feeling a little mad at myself or like, why didn't I do that? Like, why, why didn't I do that? (laughs) So silly. Sort of like the end result is I'm disappointed in me a little bit. Yep. Yeah. I'm disappointed in me or, um, I don't take care of things well. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, right? Because when we look at what's happening here, you enroll eight people last month and you think, I hope I can take care of them well, which makes you feel stress in your mm-hmm. neck. It's slow, it's red. And from that place, you procrastinate, create reels and posts, do things as a pastor's wife. You pray, you read, you write, you avoid sending follow-up, you avoid engaging in the business. And your result is, I don't take care of things Well, yeah. And why do you think that's your result? Um, I don't know. I think it it just kind of goes back to that whole thing about the business and is this what's for me? It's kind of interesting, right? That like, that's where you think it's coming from. Yeah. But you know where it's really coming from? Where? Your thought. I hope I can take care of them well. Yeah. Because our thoughts always give us the result. And we think it's because we're not taking the right actions or we don't have the right people or maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. Yeah. But when we really look at what's happening here, what I see is someone who really wants to do this, but that's really just for you to decide, right? But what's getting in the way right now of you doing it is your thought. I hope 
I can take care of them well. Yeah. And I think, I think when I've thought about the business too, and being a leader, I have those same thoughts. It's like, I hope I can be this leader. And even though I have my, the, my Emerald above me, you know, she and I kind of run together. She's like, you're like the most qualified out of our entire team to be a jewel. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes I'm like, do I believe that? Or, you know, do you want to believe that? Yeah, I do. Why? Um, I don't know when I, I've been taking the time to kind of see myself and visualize and kind of meditate, especially either when I'm going to sleep or when I'm waking up, um, you know, just laying there in the bed, just trying to do that. Cause I know, I know I'm in a stuck state, you know, I know something was going on and, um, I can see myself, you know, sometimes I have to push myself to, to see those visions. I actually bought a dress, you know, an emerald green dress, just so I can visualize myself in this dress on stage, you know, silly, but it's helping me be able to see myself. And I don't know, I just, it's just, it just seems like natural. Uh, it seems like exciting. It seems I try and picture because the biggest thing for me is financially. I don't, I don't really need this business, but I love people. And I know, I know that can be a little bit of a holdup, I think with myself too, but I'm still very driven because I want to help the people. And the biggest thing is seeing people with their health. And so, I don't know. I know, I know if I'm a jewel, I'm helping a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So why are you choosing this thought? I hope I can take care of them well. Um, what does it mean to take care of people well? Just to really help them with their products, help them, you know, reach their goals and just to feel better. I've just seen so many people struggling in their health and being a part of that um, is just what I love. Mm -hmm. And so when you choose this thought, I hope I can take care of them well, it makes you feel stress. And from a place of stress, we know that your actions are procrastinating, creating reels and posts, do things as a pastor's wife, pray, read, write, avoid sending follow-up, avoid engaging in business, avoid checking in on people with the result being, I don't take care of things well. Yeah. And so we know that when you choose that thought, you don't take care of them well. And I'm also observing that You're not taking care of, and I could be wrong about this, but not taking care of your personal business well, let alone your team well. Would you think, do you see that? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been some follow, follow 
through follow-up, you know, some things that I definitely um, don't do. And, and, it's, it's, and why it's, is that? Well, it's kind of crazy to say that because I, I feel like I'm doing all the things, but, you know, I'm sure this thought pattern that I'm having is, you know, something huge that's holding me back. Um, why? As far as like the business goes, why am I not? Why is this thought pattern holding you back? Um, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is just not good enough to, to do this. Yeah, it's crazy that you're like, it's so fascinating that that's what your brain is telling you is going wrong here. Right? Yeah. And. But is that really what's happening? I, I guess so. I mean, it's just your thought about it. Yeah. It's this thought. I hope I can take care of them. Well, that's the problem. And yeah, you're I like, guess. no, you're like, no, 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 no. It's because I'm not doing the things and it's because I don't have the right runners. It's because I'm stuck. But it's the thought that causes the feeling. And from the feeling, we're not taking the right actions. And yeah. when we're not taking the right actions, we get the result we don't want, which is I don't take care of things well. Yeah. So it kills my confidence and my... What kills your confidence? Those thoughts. The thought. Yeah. And this is the best news ever. Because this is where you get to take all your power back. Right? So how do I replace that? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> right? Thought swapping. We could just yeah. swap it out. We could believe a new thing. And then, you know, like a week from now, we're going to be like, oh, man, I'm just stuck though. Emily swapped me my thought. And it, it's not working. And why is it not working? Well, we have to have a thought that's believable, right? Otherwise our brain's like, you're such a liar, <laughs> right? Like right. for example, let's just pick a new thought just for fun, right? So just for fun, we could be like, I take care of people well. And your brain's going to be like, liar, <laughs> right? So this is where the real work and the part that I'm obsessed with comes in. It's the work we do in between our calls, right? It's sort of like if you have a, um, a personal trainer and you go to the gym and you meet with them once a week, it's not that once a week session that changes your body, right? It's like right. what you do in between sessions that changes your body. So just the same with thought coaching. It's what we do in between coaching sessions. It's what you do in between now and the next session you listen to, or the next time I coach you, that is how we strengthen this muscle right here, right? Our brain. And so right. what I want to, what I want to do this exercise with you is what's the result you want? Um, to be uh, a great leader and to help my 
customers reach their goals? I am a great leader is what you want to, that's like how you want to, where you want to be at. <laughs> uh, what are you going to need to do every single day? What actions are you going to need to take every single day? And by the way, you can't have anyone else in your result. We can't, our result cannot rely on others. So we can't, right. we can't pick the result of, you know, like others are doing better because of me, because we'll always set ourselves up for failure when we put others in our result, right? Because we can't control other people. I wish we could. And if you can find mm-hmm. a book on that, like, just let me know. Cause I want to read it before anyone else. But I just, I can't figure out how to control people. It's so annoying, right? Okay, so actions that you would need to take every single day to be a great leader. What would that look like? What would you need to do or not do? Um, things that I'm not doing full on, I would say communicating better with my team. How often? Um, I don't know, a couple times a week. I have I have a chat thread with them, but it's kind of fallen off. And not, okay. I wouldn't say specifically because of me, it's just where they're at, I think. Okay. So communicate with team two to three times a week? Yeah. What else do you need to do to be a great leader? Um, follow up with their people. <laughs> okay. How often? Uh, weekly. Okay. What else do you need to do? Uh, schedule regular events. What is that going to look like? Um, I would think like a Facebook event or a messenger event weekly. Like one per week? Yeah. Okay. Anything you need to not do? Um, maybe trying to think of things where maybe say I'm going to help them do something and then not follow through. So follow through. Like with the, with training or something would be through with training. Yeah. Okay. Anything else coming to mind that we haven't put down yet? Um, set up a in-person get-together. How often? Monthly. Okay. What else? Um, 
just make myself available to train them. How? Maybe on a training call weekly. Okay. Training call or office hour call, something like that. Yeah. Weekly. Anything else? I would love your input. What, what are some things? I think you have all the answers. I really do believe that. You've just listed off an incredible list here. What I, <coughs> what I want to know is, what are you going to have to feel every day to want to take that action? One word, emotion. Engaged. Engaged. And what are you going to have to believe about yourself to feel engaged? Um, well, the first word that came to mind was truth. Let's get a full sentence thought. Truth what? The truth about who I really am. Who are you? I'm a great leader. I brought tears to my eyes. Super powerful, right? Do you believe that's true right now? It's okay if you don't. Um, I do, and where, where I, if if there's an area that I don't feel confident in, or I don't have, I know that something I can learn because I'm very coachable. I'm very coachable. And what I don't know, I can learn. (coughs) When you think the thought, I'm very coachable, and what I don't know, I can learn, what do you feel? Um, That I'm able. Let's think of a one-word emotion, a feeling. I'm very coachable, and what I don't know, I can learn. I feel what emotion when I think that? Confident. Confident. I'm very coachable, and what I don't know, I can learn. I feel confident. Where do you feel confident in your body? Um. I guess just overall, I'm picturing breathing as far as, your not chest? that I short, Like in your chest? I, yeah. Not that I get short of breathing, but I just feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in your chest. Is it fast or slow when you feel confident? Um, fast. What color is it? Green. Emerald green? Um, yeah, kind of a sagey emerald green. Okay. And when you feel confident, you can 
do a training call or an office hour weekly. You can set up in-person get-togethers monthly. You can communicate with your team two to three times a week. You can follow up with their people weekly. Schedule regular events one time a week. Follow through with training. And the result is... What? And manage my time well. (laughs) Manage my time well. I mean, I would get really clear on what that means. Yeah. Right? And so this new thought, I'm very coachable and what I don't know I can learn is the new thought we want to work on choosing because right now you're choosing, I hope I can take care of them well. And I'm not 100% convinced that you feel stressed there. I'm wondering if you feel insecurity there, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Right? The point is, is that when we choose that thought or we choose, I know I'm in a stuck state or we choose my team is very wide and I don't have a lot of runners or I start off really good the first, the first week or two, and then I get overwhelmed or the thoughts are blocking me or I'm just not good at follow-up. Doesn't matter what thought we choose, all roads lead to Rome. Right. Right. Any negative thought that we're choosing here is going to give us a result that we don't want. And so when you sign up eight people, again, you can totally choose a different thought. I'm very coachable. And what I don't know, I can learn. And from that place, you feel confident. And from confident you get to take all these actions that you just came up with on your own. When you pick the other thought, I hope I can take care of them well, or I know I'm in a stuck state. You're not, you're not taking the action that's going to give you the result of an Emerald team. Right. And so I know your brain wants to prove that you're just stuck. And there's nothing you can do about it. And you just don't have the right people on your team. But what if you only need you to be the right person on your team to be Emerald? Yeah. Is it possible that that could be true? Yes. I just desire (laughs) some people to do it with me. Right. And what if you're the only person that has the power to attract those people with your thoughts or not. Yeah, it's important. So this is the work that I want you to do of getting your brain from, I hope I can take care of them well, to I'm very coachable and what I don't know, I can learn. Because when you choose that thought, When you can get to a place of believing that every day, we know what the result is going to be. Right. I grow as a leader. I grow as a leader. That's your result in I'm very coachable and what I don't know I can learn. Where in the other one, your result is I don't take care of things well. We already know which result you really want. Yes. The power is all in your thoughts. Yeah. And that's why 
I'm so passionate about doing this work with all of you <laughs> because you already know what to do. You want, you want someone to tell you this new thing, right? I just, I need to know what things to do. You have all the answers already. You just listed them all off to me. Yeah. Everyone on this call knows the answers already. It's in our thoughts where we take our power back. So we get the feeling that allows us to take action to give us the result we want. And so getting our belief system changed from what we believe about ourselves to what we want to believe about ourselves and questioning, starting with curiosity of self first. Why do I believe that I can't take care of people well? Do I want to believe that? Asking yourself that question, do I want to believe that about myself? As a pastor's wife, you could even take it on a spiritual level. Does God want me to believe that about myself? What does God want me to believe about myself? What power does God believe I have? Chills. Yeah. Right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Right? Those are the curiosity questions I want you to ask yourself. And then on days where you go back to believing you're stuck, you can just have compassion for yourself and be like, yeah, sometimes I don't believe in myself. But it's my thoughts that are the problem, not anything else. <laughs> okay, Sarah, that was awesome. Really good. Thank you. You're welcome. I hope you come back again. I'm going to snap a picture real quick. Okay. Hopefully people will know my there go. microphone <laughs> so it doesn't look that's like right. I just have like a cheese puff sticking out of my mouth, <laughs> but that's so just much. a thought I'm having. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Okay, you're Rebecca, you're welcome. You're up next, Rebecca. And we are going to go <clears throat> 10 minutes past since we started 10 minutes late. And I apologize. We will not have that happen again uh, as long as I can control the world. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, if you'll unmute yourself. Can you hear me okay? I can. Oh, good. Rebecca, <laughs> what can I help you with today? Oh, there's not enough time in the day. <laughs> That's just a thought. <laughs> just wait. Your husband will start using that line on you. <laughs> Sean, there was something I said this morning. He goes, That's just a thought, honey. I'm like, Thank you. Nobody asked you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not very nice. (laughs) No, I am brand new to, I say brand new, um, about eight months into network marketing with Plexus. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, I have a lot of negative thoughts about myself. What's one? I'm not good enough. No one wants to do business with me. (laughs) Uh, I don't know enough. I'm not consistent. I'm very much an introvert. Relationships with people scare me. (laughs) It terrifies me. I'm a pastor's wife. Um, What will my church think? 
is it okay to be successful? Is it? I'm searching for that answer. Uh, you know, I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like my whole life um, in the realm that I've been in has been the wife's places at home. You cook, you clean, um, which are good things. There's nothing wrong with that. But um, as far as holding down a job or being successful, that's the man's place, not the woman's. Um, which is not is not true. Um, even in the Bible, Proverbs 31, woman, she was a worker. She was a business lady. <laughs> and I don't know where that got screwed up in time and where that thought process came but uh it's a hard it's it's a hard thing to break free from mm -hmm. and with my husband being a pastor I don't ever want to do anything that's going to um, hinder his ministry and so that's a fear of mine I don't want to do anything that's going to hinder his ministry. And when you think that, what do you feel? Sad. <laughs> you said fear before. Do you feel more fear or more sad? Which one is more strong? Um, sad. Okay. When's the last time you had this thought? I don't want to do anything that's going to hinder his ministry. Did something happen where you thought that recently or where's that coming up for you? Um, I have that thought pretty much daily. <laughs> Today already? Yeah. What happened to make you think that? I was getting ready for this, this coaching call. <laughs> okay. What happened? Um, Just knowing that it was a a coaching call about my thoughts and um, knowing that I've got all this mess in my head, <laughs> and then and then it just spirals into several years back. Um, I had a lady tell me that I would ruin my husband's ministry because of the way I am. Mm. And so anytime, you know, I start trying to do something, those words just ring so clearly in my mind. And I think, well, maybe she's right. Woman says you will ruin your husband's ministry because of the way you are. That's what she said. And you thought maybe she's right. Yeah. And then I've been trying to figure out ever since then, what way am I? <laughs> what is she talking about? What, what am I like that's going to cause that to happen? When you think maybe she's right, what feeling comes up for you? One word emotion. Anxiety. Anxiety. 
Where in your body? My chest. <laughs> Fast or slow? Fast. Color? Black. Dark. <clears throat> you guys are going to hear me ask those three questions a lot when we're identifying your feeling. And I want you to ask yourself those three questions when you're feeling something that you don't like, like anxiety or fear or sadness. And here's why, (laughs) you know, when someone walks into a room and you notice her clothes, you're like, Oh, that outfit's so cute. I wonder where she got that shirt or I love her shoes or that woman. You can just tell she has like the spirit of God in her. Like you can see Christ's light in her eyes. Like, you know, when you see someone (coughs) walk into a room and you just notice they're there, that's what I'm going to teach you how to do with your emotions. Because until we notice they are there, we can't process them. So the way to process them is to notice where they are, what they, what, if they're fast or slow, right? Sort of like what they look like, what they sound like, and what color are they? <laughs> because when we notice where they are, what they feel like, what they sound like, what they look like, then all of a sudden we're giving time to this vibration in our body, which is feeling an emotion. That's all this is. Anxiety is just a vibration inside of your body, right? And when you feel anxiety, when you think about maybe she's right, what do you do? I just want to, I want to um, go back to not doing anything to to change who I am. Um, What does that look like? What are you avoiding doing? Most things. Like what? (laughs) Cleaning, um, cooking. You will clean and cook or you won't clean and cook? Won't. Okay, so avoid cooking and cleaning. What else? Avoid avoid talking to people. (laughs) Avoid talking to people. Okay. When? Where? At church. Um, in my business, at home. Okay. What else do you do or not do? I sleep. That day when she said it to you, you will ruin your husband's ministry because of the way you are. What did you do or not do? I shut down. What did that look like? I went home and I went to bed and I cried. Cried? Did you call anyone or text anyone or any of those things? Did you tell anyone? And then um, I went to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, it was put on anxiety medication. And <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you do anything like sometimes uh, like, well, during COVID, I, um, I just like ate chocolate and peanut butter every single night, chocolate chips and peanut butter every night. That's how I calm my anxiety down. Yeah. Any of that, that day? 
I don't even, I don't remember. Um, um, any catastrophizing thoughts like, um, like I'm, if I do anything wrong, it's going to ruin his ministry. Like any of that going on inside of your head. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So some catastrophizing thoughts. Any, uh, sounds like some, some futurizing thoughts a little bit too. Like, are you running through your mind? Like, um, picturing everything you're doing wrong or like, if I, if I do any of this then I'm, it's going to have this happen or any of those things also. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like some self loathing, some self loathing thoughts a little bit here as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the result is what? The result is I'm ineffective. I am. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not um, active. I hurt me. Not physically, no. But right, but yeah. Emotionally, <laughs> the result is I hurt me, right? Yeah. Kind of interesting. <clears throat> right? Because uh <clears throat> who hurt your feelings in this situation? I want to say she did. <laughs> I know. But no, no one can hurt me unless I let them. <laughs> right. Yeah. We want to say it was her. She said, you will ruin your husband's ministry because of the way you are. And she said that, and she hurt my feelings, but who hurt your feelings? I did. <laughs> By what? By believing it. Believing what? What she said. Your thought, maybe she's right. That's what hurt your feelings. Yeah. Why do you believe that she's right? I don't want to. Why not? Because I love my husband. Okay. And I want to see him succeed. And he he, he is successful. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> This is going to sound like a odd question, but I just want to ask it to put it in perspective. Are you more powerful than God? No. So if God wants your husband's ministry to be successful, do you have more power than God? No. Who decides if <clears throat> your husband's ministry is successful? God. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting how in this situation, I see your brain believing the opposite. Yeah. I've never, I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. It's kind that's of fascinating. Heavy, yeah. That's a heavy load to carry. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's kind of like, wow. I right now am believing her. 
And when I believe her, then that gives me like, then, then I have the power to ruin my husband's ministry if I believe her. Can, yeah. can even, and again, this is just, you know, sort of like a, a question that some might, you know, know the answer to already, or maybe, maybe we don't all believe the same things, which is also fine, but <clears throat> can even Satan have power over God and what he wants? No. Depending on what you believe, you know, we could answer that in many different ways, but <clears throat> In my faith, and it sounds like in your faith too, what I believe is that there's no power greater than God's power. So I could be completely imperfect and totally messed up. And my husband could still be called as the bishop of our church. And it there's nothing that I could do to prevent that. No actions that I could take or misstep that would prevent that. What's coming up for you right now? Relief. <laughs> that must feel good. Why are you feeling relief? Because you're absolutely right. Um, I know I will never intentionally do anything to hurt my husband or the ministry. And to know that Inside of that, God would never do anything that would hurt his ministry. <laughs> and it's not up to me. It's up to God. I love that thought. It's not up to me. It's up to God. Yeah. So what if the next time those women's, <clears throat> that woman's words go through your mind, you will ruin your husband's ministry because of the way you are in your network marketing career. <laughs> as a mom, as a pastor's wife, fill in the blank. And the next time you hear that, you can say, it's not up to me. It's up to God. <laughs> you know what's crazy? It has been so heavy for all this time. And hearing it, that sounds so silly. <laughs> right? It's because of our brain. It's just our brain. And when you can be coached on what is happening and look at it, you can see it. But of course you haven't seen it until now because until now your brain's been believing this thought, maybe she's right. And you give all the power to her every time you choose to think that thought. That's crazy. <laughs> it's just a, it's just your human brain. It's so you're so brilliant. You have the most advanced brain that has ever lived on the planet. That's why. It's happening. Yeah. Um, 
And from, I don't know where it's at off the top of my head, but there's even a verse in the Bible that talks about bringing every thought into subjection. (laughs) That's all thought coaching is. Yeah. My heart is on fire because now that you have realized that there are not there are not God things and ungod things. They're just all things, right? I believe God is in all things. Yeah. And so God is in your network marketing business. God is in your pastor wife duties. God is in your grocery shopping, your cooking, or heating up a meal if you just don't want to cook anymore, right? God was in me when I was cooking every single night, every single day, every single everything. And now I just heat stuff up. (laughs) Yeah. And I think God's like, good for you, Emily. I'm so much nicer. (laughs) That's what I choose. That's what I feel. I'm just so much nicer now that I'm heating stuff up. And, you know, when I loved cooking every day, I was nice then too. And then there was a, you know, change in me and God is, I'm doing other, doing lots of amazing things. Sometimes I, you know, scoop ice cream for my kids too, that I don't make that I buy at the store. Right. So every time you choose the thought, maybe she's right. You know, that brings anxiety. And from that feeling, you avoid cooking and cleaning. You avoid talking to people at church and your business and at home. You sleep, you cry, you catastrophize, you futurize, you have self-loathing thoughts. And in the end, you just hurt yourself. I'm a mess. (laughs) We're all a mess. It's just fine. Nothing's gone wrong. And I'm not telling you, you should or shouldn't be a mess. You can be a mess if you want to. I mean, I'm a mess. 50% of the time, I'm a mess. The other 50% of the time, I'm doing okay. Because life is just 50-50, right? Life's just 50-50. And it's kind of interesting. I want to show you this really. I want to show you this little circle here. 50% of the time, we have positive emotions. At the end of this week, I'm going to have a board to draw on right here with markers, and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. But right now, I've got my paper. So the other 50% of the time, it's negative. Negative emotions are anxiety. These are just examples. Shame, fear, and positive emotions. Relief. Relief. Yeah. So nice, right? You're like, yes. It's not up to me. It's up to him. Yep. Right. And, um, what was the other, there was another one too, uh, relief, joy, happiness, hope. So 50% of the time we have positive emotions. The other 50% of the time we have negative emotions. And when we're having the negative emotions, sometimes we think, oh, I better go clean my house because that will fix it. Clean house. 
Um, I better avoid talking to people. That'll fix it. Um, I better um, criticize that woman in my head because I'm more righteous than her. Right? And all these things are what we call buffering. And we do them to avoid the negative emotions, thinking that it's making us happier. But it's actually resisting the negative emotion that we have to feel every single day. 50% positive and 50% negative. There's no way around it. Only through, right? And so when we feel the negative emotions, we actually get, and we buffer, we actually get further away from the positive. We think we're getting closer, but we're going further away. And what I believe, this is just my thought, you don't have to agree with it, but I call this outer darkness. And this is where Satan wants me. Because if I am in outer darkness, avoiding feeling, then he's one. Right? Because Satan doesn't have a body and he doesn't want us to feel good. He wants us to feel horrible and miserable, just like him. And if we can't feel, we came to this earth to feel, did we not? So if we buffer, <laughs> if we buffer and avoid feeling the negative emotion. We're out here in outer darkness, avoiding it. And when we avoid it and resist it, guess what happens? It gets bigger and worse. And we're like, I just don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I can't, I can't be better. Right? So feeling the emotion, where is it in my body? Is it fast or slow? What color is it? I notice it. I process it. I feel it. And I dislike it. And I resist the urge to clean my house. I just sit there and I cry. And I'm like, yep, this is what sadness feels like. It's in my heart. It's a piercing pain. And I have tears running down my face. And it's black. And it makes my breathing shallow. And I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to feel it. And I'm not going to die. Because our brain's just misinformed about what's going to kill us. That's all it is. Right? And when we feel these, when we feel these negative emotions in that way and we notice that they are there, we get to travel back to the positive side. And that's called the river of misery because that's what you got to go through to get back and see our brains. They're like, yes, and I should be over here. No, we should be here in the negative 50% and here in the positive 50%. One is not better than the other. Our brain thinks it is. Our brain's like, yes, this is so much better, which is why we buffer because we're trying not to feel this. 
we buffer and we go over here and we're further away from the happy and our brain's so confused. It's like, I'm just stuck. Why am I so horrible? I better clean my house and eat a cookie and watch a show or, you know, eight in a row. (laughs) So I don't feel right. But when we take this river of misery back, how do we know light from dark? We must know, we must know dark to also know light. We wouldn't know the day is light if we didn't know what the dark of night was. 50% of the day it's light, 50, unless you live in Alaska, 50% of the day is dark, (laughs) right? So when you're in that negative emotion, process it, ask yourself, where do I feel it in my body? Is it fast or slow? What color is it? Notice it, feel it, resist the urge to buffer it. And if you can't just be like, give me the cookie. (laughs) I mean, I don't crave sugar. I take plexus. (laughs) Sometimes. Especially the two days before my period, right? I'm like all over here on my period. If I crave it or not, when my emotions are erect, I'm going to eat it. I want it. You know what? I feel you. I see you. I understand you. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for being coached today. I want you to remember that thought. That thought that you came up with on your own, which was, it's up to him, not me. Was that what you said? What was the, what was the one that you came up with? That's it. It's up to him, not me. It's up to him, not me. That's your thought. That's your new thought. And any time that you go back to that old thought, maybe she's right. Ask yourself, do I want to believe that anymore? What, what do I want to believe? And what I talked to, uh, to Sarah about, what does God want me to believe about myself? Is it possible that I could believe that also? It's in the curiosity of ourselves that we can begin to change our beliefs about ourselves and others. And that is where we take all our power back. You guys are amazing. Thank you for being coached today. Thank you for those of you who listened. I'll have the recording on my YouTube today. And then by the end of this week, or maybe next week, you'll be able to listen to it um, where where all podcasts are found. And um, I hope you'll come live to coaching as much as possible because it's life-changing to listen to others and then to be coached yourself. So I'm going to keep teaching you. I'm so, so grateful to do this. Thank you for being here today and allowing me to coach you. Bye, guys. Who is your life coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual program called Beyond the Rank that I want to invite you to join me in. We can address challenges, we can work on goals, and we can do it in so many different ways. We have group coaching, individual private coaching, and hundreds of hours of online courses and content that I'm creating just for you. When you're ready to take what you're learning on the podcast to the 10X level, then come check out Beyond the Rank at emilygibsoncoaching.com.